Hello Wine Ghost friends, today's episode is particularly close to my heart. About 4 months ago I was lucky enough to visit the mesmerizing Tenerife, the biggest of the Canary Islands. That's when I met Roberto Santos, the native Canary winemaker from the Ambinata winery. The dreamy weather, warm winds and anywhere you are you can either see the towering tidal volcano or the vast blueness of the ocean, a hell of a terroir I would say. I also wrote about my experiences on my new website, you can find a link to the article in the description. Back then I've already decided that I want to interview Roberto on the show and spread the word about the magical wines of Tenerife and the honest Envinata bottlings. This time Roberto was also joined by Alfonso Torrente, a fellow winemaker at Envinata. In this episode you'll learn about the centenarian ungrafted vineyards the indigenous varieties of the island and the story of Envinata, of course, why the Canary Islands didn't reach more fame yet and which three driving forces are the four winemakers thriving a wine for and, as always, much more. Please enjoy! So, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time, both of you. I want to start right away about the project of Envinata and how did it came about and maybe could you tell a little bit about the story? Yes, it's a little. It's, it's important for us to study to to understand Envinati because it's a little mass with people because we work in different areas and also we came from different areas and I think it's uh, important to understand uh, how how we met and the philosophy that we have. So Envinati, we are for 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 friends, okay? And it's important to for us that people should know that all the decision of Envinate is between the four of us, okay? Some people misunderstood that I am from Tenerife, so I make the wine in Tenerife, Alfonso is from Galicia, he makes the wine from Galicia, no. We make the wines, the four together, and we think that's very, very important, and that's the reason how we, uh, each year, try to improve a little, a little, because between the four of us, we, 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 we talk and we learning every, every day. So we met at the University Miguel Hernandez, okay, in Albacete, and we came from different areas from Spain. For example, uh, Laura, she came from Murcia. She studied before chemistry at the University or College of Murcia. Uh, Alfonso came from Galicia. She studied engineering agriculture in the University of Orense. And um, Jose uh, came from Albacete and also he studied as well as uh, Alfonso Engineering Agriculture. And uh, me, I came from Tenerife, from I am Chemistry Organic, from La Laguna in Tenerife University. Um, the four of us, we didn't meet met before. And we meet, met there and we coincide because uh, we always love wine. But for us, we think it's important to to know that none of us have a um, family with a cellar or with a vineyard. We have all, for example, my father have a restaurant, his, uh, his grandfather have always uh, was from a place with vineyard, but we never have a real uh, family living from vineyards or, or from a cellar. Why we think this is important? Because we came from zero and we learned at the same time and we have the same philosophy. So for that reason, when we talk, we have the same philosophy and we have the, and we know, and we want that Envinati must to be a project for long period for next generation. Okay. And that's a, and, and our philosophy uh, is how we learn that or how we like to be a wine. And that's something that we try to do every year and to understand that the wine must to have uh, three important things. One is the, the personality 
and the personality is given by the soil. For that reason, we think it's very important to understand the, the soil and to study the different soils, but also it's more important to know the microbiology, what is going around, than also the soil, to have an alive soil. And it's something that each day we, we, are, we are learning about that. And we think that that uh, gives the personality to the wine. The second important thing for us in a wine is the character. So every, every year is, uh, is different. It's dry year, warm year, cold, rainy, and it, it, it changes a lot. So every year the wines must to have different uh, character. It's very easy to see wines, uh, factory wines that are like Coca-Cola, that all the years they are in one, in the same because they have a recipe. And we think that the character of the vintage must to be in the, in, the, in the wine. And the third thing that for us, uh, we get more value each day is the soul of the wine that is, uh, we think that is given by the people that is around, is the human factor. For example, it's not the same I'm all farmer or grower of 70 years old that have been working in the vineyard and he have an, another vision than a young, young people that came from and wants to make change very fast, very quickly, you know, with a, a lot of things new. Our people that unfortunately is working in the, in the vineyard because they need the money and they are working in bad, in bad way. So we think that's very important, and that's in, in the most thing that Vinate uh, try to invest, that is the people that is around with us. And we think that that's uh, basic to have a, a, a project for a long period. And in Vineyard, uh, we need a long, long, long time, um, and people that are trying to, to fill that. So our philosophy is that our wine must to have the, that three things. And what we are trying to do is in, interpret that, that things, and um, for that reason, we must to be in the vineyard, in contact with the soil, in contact with the year, in contact with the people that are working with us. So then when we make the harvest and when we pruning or when we work in the vineyard, because for us, the, the, the wine, the 90% is making the vineyard, but then the harvest also you interpret it with more sensibility. And it's something that is our, our, our philosophy that for sure we are learning every day. It's not something that we, that we are learning. Alfonso. Mm -hmm. Alfonso speak a little English for that reason. He doesn't know too much. But, <laughs> but, uh, okay. Uh, how would you, how would you describe? Because of course, Mvinata label covers much more than than only the wines of Tenerife. And but I'd like to concentrate on those on this island um, for for this episode. Maybe another one we can talk um, about Ribera Sacra or uh, other regions in more detail. But could you please? Uh, maybe both of you uh, summarize how is the winemaking actually on Tenerife and how colorful the winemaking history of the island is. And also with this Portuguese influence and how the whole um, wine culture on Tenerife has been developed. Okay, so so the um, uh, Canary Islands, uh, a lot of people when thinking Canary Islands wines, they think in Africa, in warm place, in a place that, that is not history making wine. And no, we are in a subtropical area, but we have the influence of the Alicia's winds, and that makes a different kind of microclimates that we have in around, in around the islands. And also we have a lot of um, uh, culture of wine since the 15th century, okay? Uh, the conquest of Canary Islands started in the 15th century and finished in 1498. And that conquest almost lasts 100 years. 
and the Spanish people start to make the conquest in in Canary in Canary Islands. And before here, live the native people were called Wanches, that they are very very. They, they were very very that came from from Morocco. Um, so they they live in different kingdoms around the the island. So some of the Wanches just give up, another fight a little, and another fight a lot. For that reason, the conquest of the islands last too much, almost 100 years. Uh, so at the end of the conquest, uh, that was mainly the north of Tenerife and also part of La Palma, the, the Spanish people were helped by Portuguese. Okay? So when finished the conquest in 1498, the Spaniards gave to the Portuguese um, pieces of land, of, of land, pieces of land. For that reason, we have to influence here Spanish and Portuguese. And talking about vineyards or vines, most of the the grapes or the vines that came from from the Portuguese influence came from Madeira, okay, like the popular Malvasia that was sold in the in the English market up to the 18th century. Uh, the popular Malvasia came from Madeira, that one as well from Candida, from Greece, okay, the Malvasia Candiota, and another varieties like Qual Porastera, and in the mainland in Spain. Uh, the, the, the varieties that most important that survive right now are the, the Listan Blanco, that is Palomino, the Palomino, and also the Listan Prieto, that is a mission grape. That is the first variety that go in, that, that, that get in America, one of the first varieties via Mexico, uh, because uh, 1498, so when the Spanish people go to America, they stop in Canary Islands, was very important. Stop and sad because was also the, the, the slaves commerce, you know, mm -hmm. so they stop here and they drop some vines and then go to to America. But we never had, uh, we don't have um, vineyard or we don't know that we don't have vineyard before the conquest of the Spaniard, of the Spanish people. So so that varieties came from from Spain and Portugal, basically, okay? Mm. And it's important also for us to say that uh, Canary Islands is volcanic soils. They are very young soils, and also we never had phylloxera. Never, never had phylloxera in Canary Islands. So all the uh, the vines are ungrafted, and um, it's very easy to see here vineyards more than 100 years old. It's, it's, it's normal to see because we never had phylloxera, um, and, and also they, they, they have been. And another important thing is that uh, depending on the place that you are, we will have different kind of uh, training method because we never had the phylloxera, so we never have uh, take out the, the vines. So, for example, in La Rotava, in Icot, Bajo, they used to work in Cordon Tresado, so they keep doing like 300 years ago, 400. In Taganana, is a free system like in Colares, Portuguese influence, so they keep working in that way. In Santiago del Teide or in Villaflor, they are in Gobelet, in, in, in Basso. And they keep working the Spanish influences in Basso. They keep working the same way, like 400 centuries, because they never change everything. And also, it's very typical here to see a blend of varieties in the same place. Mm. And another also important thing that we think is uh, Canary Islands that we think uh, we have different microclimates. Uh, for example, in Tenerife, we can have vineyards in the coast. Now it's very difficult because uh, the coast is a better business for hotels and apartments. So not, it's very difficult to find mines uh, in, the, in the coast up to uh, 1,700 meters altitude. And depending where you are, we have more humidity. 
change the weather, more change of temperature is 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 crazy. How in in small space you can you can change, but uh, also for example, if I am in in Los Ralejos in Palo Blanco, I have Palomino, and I want to plant a new vine or I want to to plant a, a empty space, I take the the vines from my own material, the best. So genetical for centuries have been the from the same place and are parties that are adapted. So what we want to mean with that, that the Listan Blanco in Los Realejos is different than in Santiago del Teide, than in Tagarana, because for centuries, all the people, we don't have, we don't buy the grapes in the nursery. We take from our local that we have. And in Tagarana, we have vineyards that have been for centuries just in the same place. Here we call Margullir, that means uh, dive in, in Portuguese, that is uh, Marcotage in France, or the mm -hmm. Acodo, that from an old vine, we make the new one, and then we call the setar that is cut, cut from the mother in the second or third year after made the the, the marcotas. So, so this is uh, for us uh, that that's, that keeps the genetical selection that have been in for centuries. That for sure in Europe also have happened, but after phylloxera, everything changed. Everything changed. Mm. Because I think Tenerife is kind of also a living museum for wines, probably, right? Because you also have 300 years old wines and also with Corton Transado, I think. Uh, could you please explain or describe Corton Transado? Because I think a lot of people don't know what you're talking about with these dreadlocks, kind of thick snake-like uh, uh, wines. Yes, it's like, uh, well, I, I try to, to explain you. <laughs> The, the cordon trenzado system is a, a, old, a old system and it's because uh, the, the Malvasia is, uh, is uh, only, uh, only in the five or six eyes of the plant is productive and it's for this the pruning is, is, is long. What Alfonso uh, wants to explain is that in the uh, 16th to the 18th century in Canary Islands was very popular the Malvasia wines, that these Malvasias came from Madeira, and this is the Malvasia candiota, that is a variety that must be planted below 300 meters and also needs a long pruning. Okay, so this system is um, a great system because you can handle a long pruning and also you can adapt it to different kinds of soils in, in, in that way. You have to think that in that moment uh, we didn't have a tractor, everything was by hand, so they want to work uh, the space in the better way. So it's a, a system that you can handle in that way along pruning and also can be adapted in different kind of slopes or of that. So you can see a cordon trenzado is like Rastafari, you know, like the Rastas, yeah, because yeah. each year, <laughs> and also something that we have learned here in, in, in Canary Islands is that the people, uh, when, when pruning, the, the training method is more um, trying to um, uh, respect the fluid of the sap of the vine more than going to make a space, like, you know, like when you make a, a trolley, a, a pallera, that, yeah. that you are always in more is more for North making North. a good uh, space yeah. and here they they look more for for respect it's uh -huh. true that here is not we don't have machines because everything is by hand yeah. and it's a system that in that area that was very popular the malvasia have been uh, they, they they haven't lost it's true that the malvasia in la rotava los realejos almost is a, um, is mm, there are not too much because 
in that area is very popular the, the, the hotels and that, uh, but they keep making the cordon trenzado more in the countryside, in the more altitude with Listan Negro and another varieties, and they keep doing it that way. Mm. Also, is um, uh, is in Canary Islands. We don't have too much big space, so they try to to have two 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 kind of, uh, of product of products at the same space. So here was traditional to plant the vine and the potatoes. Mm. So after the harvest, the cordon trenzado that one and the people have to think if, if people have the choice to see a photo. So it's a it's a system that one arm can can length like of uh, up to 15 meters. You know, it's very 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 long because they are very old vines and they have been very very long system. So what they do with that before they used to move that arm because it's mobile. They move after harvest and then plant potatoes in the middle, mm. and then move again. Mm. But for sure we don't we don't do that. We move some years depending the the different soils that we work to move the land, but uh, we don't work with potatoes and vine because the potatoes need to work with a high high doses of nitrogen and that make that the, that the roots are more on the surface and that's not not good quality for us. But here was traditional to have different kind of training method uh, combined vine and potatoes. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, you also already mentioned that you have very distinct uh, variations between the different parts of the island, right? So you can go up in altitude. You have different soil types and climatic zones in on this little island. And how is it possible then that we could only name a handful of great wineries operating on this island? What what do you think is the reason that Tenerife is not full of great winemakers as you are? No, we are no great one maker, but <laughs> yeah, you the, are. <laughs> the um, one thing one that 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 for us um, Canary Islands is similar uh, in the culture as like like Alicia, because here we have very old vines, but because it was very traditional that the people have their own vines and they make the wines for themselves for home. Uh -huh. So uh, for that reason, we still have a lot of uh, vineyard. But it's very difficult to have a big, a big plot because they are very small plots, but different uh, growers. Yeah. Uh, what happened now? That unfortunately, um, that that tradition have been lost because the people that uh, that have uh, his father have a vineyard or his grandfather, so they prefer at the weekend if they are working, so go to the beach, to the cinema, or having fun than working in the vineyard. And have been lost the traditional at the weekend to have in, with friends in the in the house drinking wine, uh, playing the guitar, that that kind of thing that have been lost uh, cultural. So yeah. have been, now is abandoned a lot of that time. So um, it's difficult here to 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 have a deeper, different different uh, vineyards or too much space, and that is uh, is is really is really difficult to 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 go that. So, but we think that not only in Canary Islands, also in Spain, is a very beautiful moment because now people is making wines from the place and they don't think that they have to make a fancy wine or something that we think that in Spain we had the problem before that in the 80s, everyone wants to make the Riojas wine. So everyone planted Tempranillo, doesn't care about the, 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 the varieties that they have. 
in the 2000, everyone to make the the parkers and American wines with high alcohol, very yeah. creamy, sweet, and everyone planted Syrah, Cabernet, 400% new oak. Um, and now it's a new generation that uh, have been traveled and they understand that they have to make the wine from the place. And if we are in Tenerife, um, the wines from Taganana are Atlantic, the wines from Albacete Alvara, so it's Mediterranean wine. So trying to make different kind of wines and not factory wines. And, and, and we think that the, that shows a diversity in the area. And we are agree with you that we think that in, in Canary Islands uh, need to be more more producers to show the complex that show the, the Canary Islands. But not, not only in Canary Islands, also in Galicia, in, in all Spain, I think that, that that we need more more to make a great uh, place. No? Because also I, I last November, I, um, I was lucky enough to visit you and we tasted a lot of wines also from the barrel, but also bottled ones uh in your cellar and i think your winemaking style is very distinct very special and uh, it has kind of a very distinct kind of smell and and texture the wines how would you maybe describe or how would you maybe help someone to in a blind tasting to identify your wines i mean what is your winemaking style and how could you maybe summarize the envinata taste so to say from tenerife <laughs> it's a difficult difficult question now no we, we we always try to to learn about the about the place and we always uh, try to put in the wine in the bottle places uh, the soils the bottle. Uh, from for us it's very important that for example in tenerife when you smell uh, our wines the volcanic soils uh, are present is mm. it's very important for us and, and into this it's very important the different type of kind of, of soils in volcanic soils in the, in the island, no? Yeah. Yes, yes, and also we can make a big difference between the three areas that we work below uh, 800 meters, that they have the influence of delicious winds, that they are more Atlantic, they are more uh, fresh, and the other that we work that, for example, in Santiago del Teide, still is not a, a warm um, wine, but is uh, is more continental have more the fruit in the other areas, like in, in La Rotava Migan or Taganan or Santa Ursula, they shows more the the spicy or the peppery of the of, of the volcanic soils that we within that, that volcanic soil gives that that character that uh, each year uh, shows more complexity the, that that uh, aromas. That's uh, yeah. what we And as I said at the beginning, we are still learning. We are learning. Mm. We are still learning. Yeah. And, and we don't have a recipe. We don't have a recipe. We're just trying to interpret what we have seen in all the year. But for that reason, for us, it's very, very important to be in contact with the vineyard, with the people that work with us, to interpret with more sensi sensibility. And we don't have the same point of view uh, 10 years ago than now. And I think that that shows in the in the wines right now. Um, and also we want wines, uh, that's true, that can be very... Uh, enjoyable now, but with potential of aging. That's what we, what, what we want. Yeah. Because uh, my impression was always that it's no no high extraction. So it's kind of low extraction wines with the uh, whole cluster. You work a lot of bit, a lot of bit whole cluster, right? 
very spicy kind of wines. It, uh, a lot of wines has this kind of saline notes. So it's kind of volcanic salinity, uh, very refreshing acidic structure. So it's very kind of easy to drink and very digestible wines. No, no heaviness or no over extraction, no, not a lot of alcohol, not a lot of oak. So it's a kind of dancing kind of wines, I would say. It's a very refreshing kind of Burgundian kind of style when you, when you are not full after one glass, but you, but you are kind of, you have the urge to drink more. Yeah, but, but the, the, the best important thing is the, that we, we try to, to, to harvest the best grapes and mm -hmm. healthy grapes, the best grapes. And, and we work in the vineyards for, 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 have, for, for having uh, very good grapes, ripe grapes with, with, with balance and, yeah. and, low, and low alcohol. But this is our work in the vineyards. We work for us. And mm -hmm. after it's, it's very easy to interpret this and elaborate this, these grapes. Mm -hmm. As I say, Alfonso, something that we learned is that the uh, great wines always came from a balanced vineyard. Mm -hmm. Good soil, balanced vineyard, you can, uh, that gives you a, a, a good wine that can age and always uh, is, is balanced. Could be a Mediterranean wine, Atlantic, but uh, if you work with a vineyard that is not balanced, we think that at the beginning you can put some makeup to make a wine, but it's not going to be a great wine. For that reason, we vineyard, 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 trying to understand the vineyard, and then if you have a balanced vineyard, it's easy to make a, a good wine. It's easy. And for sure, don't use uh, commercial yeast, don't use makeup. Because we don't, we are not afraid of our our terroir or our flavor, and we want to make that. The big problem for Embinate will be is the wine of Tenerife or the wine from uh, the different areas that we work uh, yeah. taste the same or taste the same style that, for example, in Galicia or in Albacete, for us will be a big problem because it's mm. more the recipe than the working that we do. For sure, we have a, a style, as I say, Alfonso, before, we try to make the wines that we really like, and that's what we are trying to do, always focusing a, a balanced vineyard, but, but it's important that must to be show the, the, the area, that is the, the philosophy that I said at the beginning, the three important things, the personality, the character, and the soul of the, of the wine. Mm. And how is it, um because you work on a lot of terroirs uh, together, the four of you. And how are these terroirs different in terms of uh, vineyard work? So how do these terroirs differ? Like you work, all four of you are working these kind of four regions, right? Yes. And how is it different, for example, to work on the Canary Island than to work in other places in terms of winemaking? Is it harder, or uh, viticulture? Is it harder for you, more difficult? For example, Canary Islands uh, is similar like in Rivera Sacra because they are small plots mm -hmm. and they, most of them uh, we must work by hand. So we, that we cannot work with a tractor and it's very difficult. It's, we need more time to work uh, there. And also if we don't, we don't work with, um, with, with chemistry, we only work with natural products. So in that way, you must to, to work a lot of uh, time because everything is by, by, by hand, for example. And if you compare, for example, in, in Albacete, 
that we have a great quality the same, but there to move the soil in one plot that we have plot of Moravia of four hectares with a tractor in, in one day you can do it. Here to work in Canary Islands or in Galicia, the soil of four hectares, we need five people working around two weeks. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, is it's that a big difficult. Um, and the weather here, depending the place that we are here, we have a lot of humidity. We work with, um, near to the coast, below the, yeah. the, 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 the clouds. So there we work like more treatments. We work only with sulfur or with, uh, with bentonite or silice to make and, and also handle the humidity. Santiago del Teide, we have more insulation. So we work with more canopy. In Almansa, we work with more canopy to, to, to have a Mediterranean wine, but fresh. So every something that we have learned is that every place is different and it's important to to change the mind when you move to one place to another. And we think for us uh, was it's very important that we are four. And also we have been before working in another areas, consulting sellers around uh, mainland Spain, and, and that give give to us a different vision of mind when you when we are in working in one place to the to the other. And not only the vineyard or the winemaker, also the people that were with, that, with us. It's not the same working with a Galician person that from Tenerife that from Albacete. It's totally different. No, and, and it's important mm, into the island, for example, the Taganana is totally different Santiago del Tey. Mm -hmm. um, we don't talk uh, about the place, the Galicia, Tenerife or Albacete. Also into the island is totally different uh, Taganana or Santiago del Teide or Realejos, and we work in different in different way. And then in the one making, as you say, for, for us, um, we think that we have uh, natural tools like working with the stems. For example, in Rivera Sacra, uh, we work more with the stems. In Tenerife, depending the vineyard and the and the and the soil or the terroir, we work with uh, with zero stem up to one hundred. And we used to make uh, working with high temperature, but we don't have a recipe. It depends how we do. And working with our with our natural tools, so for example, Benje, the vintage, the Blanco. We work with floor because it's at uh, one thousand meters. Then we have a lot of insulation, have more glycerol. So the floor is the glycerol. So depending the vintage, for example, twenty twenty one was warmer than twenty twenty two. We have more percentage of floor than in 2022. 2022 are more fresh, so we are a li little only. So there are natural tools that we use, the stems, the temperature, the long of maceration, but always uh, trying to work in a soft way um, and have a, a, a balanced grape. The, the clue is to have a, a balanced grape. If you are, if like you ask to achieve uh, the fish, it's a good chest, they are looking for a good fish and just show the fish, no adding another Makeup to to hide the real fish if it's good for sure. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the grape varieties? So you have maybe Lista Negro is the most important variety for you probably on the island, right? Or in terms of reds. But can you talk a little bit about the other varieties as well? Okay. For uh, for us, red varieties, the most uh, that, that that one that we works in in Tenerife, and we think that they are the most representative is the Listan Negro, for sure, that we think is the variety that is uh, well adapted in all the terroirs and can translate very nice the different mm, style of soil or so microclimate. 
Um, and the other distant negro, um, there are not variety in in another place in the world that have that have that we haven't found. Okay, so we don't know exactly it came from. If this came from Portugal or from Spain, we really don't know that one. So mm -hmm. listan negro. The other variety that people confuse is listan prieto. Mm -hmm. That this one is the mission grape or país in Chile or albillo criollo in albillo criollo or criolla chica in Argentina. Okay, that is, is the listan prieto. And this variety used to be by Spanish influence and here is planted always in a high altitude uh, vineyards like in Santiago del Teide or in Vilaflor or also in La Palma in Tijarafe in high altitude. That's Listan Prieto, that's the mission, the mission, that's the two red and the other that is very delicate, that is a variety that used to be more on the coast is the Negramol. Negramol that is also came from Madeira, Negramol, and then there are another more varieties like Baboso Negro, Vicariago Negro, Bastardo, Tintilla, Castellana, another Malvasia Rosada, another varieties, but the more representative, I think, is Listan Negro for sure, Negramol and Listan Prieto. No? Yeah. And for whites, uh, Listan Blanco, that is the Palomino, that as well as Listan Negro, we think that and is the most extended because the, the, the growers seeing what's the best and, and shows very nice the different kind of soils. A microclimate, and um, then other are like marmajuelo, cual, for cual is boal in Madeira, verdello, for, verdello, forastera gomera, albillo, malvasia for sure, eh, white bijariego, eh, I don't know, torronte, there are another more that they are very, very interesting. Yes, eh, for example, gual, verdello, and forastera were very. Important varieties when when in Canary Islands export the wine to United Kingdom because we need two different kinds of wines, the Malvasia or the other that was a blend of different grapes and the Verdejo, Gual and Forastera. Uh, for example, when Listan is at 12 alcohol, that varieties are at 16 alcohol, 17. So that um, with high acidity, that varieties the people say that give strong to the wine. You have to see that in the 17th century. The wine was transported in boat in in a, in, a, in boat to United Kingdom, so need to be with high alcohol in barrels. They were not bottled, they were not so so that varieties were very important. And we are lucky that we were still in, in Taganana with that varieties, that the very very old varieties, and is uh, is interesting. Cool. Super, I know that you have to go to the vineyard, so I don't want to take more of your time. But uh, thank you very much. And uh, it was great talking to you. I, can, I think we could talk uh, for a couple of hours uh, if you want to go in detail, but maybe next time. And uh, I really encourage every listeners to tie not only the tannery for vines, but also the other wines from Ambinata. We also have Abakra by the glass uh, in the hotel and uh, everyone loves it. I think it's also a very great value. Uh, wine as you said i also like that you are very uh transparent about how how much a wine actually costs to produce and in tenerife it's of course much more expensive to produce a wines also because of these uh, reasons what you mentioned uh but so and also uh follow the follow the envinat and on instagram i think very good photos and very authentic uh okay so really so thank you so much yeah thank you Super. Then have fun. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank you. Very much, yeah? Thank you. Very Thank much. you. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye bye. Nice to meet you.
Well, thanks for listening, and if you liked this episode, please don't forget to rate the show. It helps the algorithm a lot, and me as well to spread the word around these beautiful wines. So, thanks, and have a nice day. May the wine goes be with you.